you're listening to the Bitcoin Takeover Podcast, the Bitcoin podcast for OGs and intermediaries. Make sure you subscribe, leave a comment, and like this episode. Also, read the new BTCT KVR magazine. This episode is sponsored by Wasabi Wallet, Crypto Steel, Shop in a Bit, and Sadodime. Thank, Thank you, you for, for listening. listening. Hello there and welcome to the Bitcoin Takeover podcast. I am Vlad and today we are recording live another special episode. This time, live from Argentina, we have Rodolfo Andragnias, who's going to talk about La Bitconf, which is the Lollapalooza of Bitcoin conferences that's going to have its 11th annual edition. And we're also going to talk about life in Argentina, Argentinian elections, and all of that fun stuff. It's really good to have you again this year, Rodolfo. How do you do? Oh, you're muted. Sorry. Let me unmute you. Hello. I'm here. Hi. <laughs> it's always glad to join you in, in this podcast. Thank you for inviting me. It's a lot of fun and you're very enthusiastic and energetic. <laughs> How do you still have energy after 10 years or more of organizing this conference? But it, it's really fun because every single year since the last six events, I say this is my last year. Yeah, this is the last time I do this event because it's an exhausting uh, project. But I, I must say that this year, which is, we, we had our 10th anniversary last year. We are the longest running Bitcoin conference in the world. Yes. And, and being our 10th event last year, this year we started with a new kind of project. It's the same size, big, nice event. Eh? But I have a, a bigger team. Yes. And I have less responsibilities, if you want, uh, related to the to the to the production of the event. So I'm more related to content and to creativity, but I'm the creative director. But all the production and and selling and commercial and sponsors and that, yes, it's on some someone other's hands. Uh, so I, I'm really packed with speaker stuff. I, we have over 200 speakers every year uh, and over 200 talks also every year. So, so it is a hard thing to, to work out, uh, being mostly alone in this, in this process. Plus, we have seven, this year we have seven stages, yes. So it's more like pick your own, your, your own story, yes, pick your, your, your own uh, content. Uh, you you will be able to filter through tax all the content of the event. So it's, if you're interested in Bitcoin and security and government issues and Argentina, you just filter that and you get your own agenda. Uh, so so it, it's it's not like that. It's not like you, you get your own flow if you are basic, intermediate, or advanced. Uh, but it's a, a a a long a long work plus trying each of the stages to have a flow in the content too. So you need to connect the seven stages, plus the flow of each stage, plus all the, the talking uh, slots. You know, it's a, it's a hard work. Yeah, it sounds like there's a lot happening at the same time. And is it recorded or do you actually oh. have to attend what you're interested in? You actually need to attend. You, I mean, you, we won't have a live streaming if that's the question. Yes, we do record just some of the stages. I think we're recording three of the stages, main stage, workshop stage, and academy stage. Uh, but all the rest is not. And actually, the reason why we do this is because really, you said the Lollapalooza of when you come to the Bitcoin, you, you get a vibe, you get a, a spirit, a, a 
something that you need to live. We, we talk this, we, we call this the, the, the bit of experience, no? And you get an experience. You get that. Beyond the fact that you can buy an experience ticket, which is an expensive ticket, but it's the, the wow. It has lots of wow factors, yes? Um, beyond that, it's, it's a, it, an experience itself. So we want people to come down and to do all this network and connection, plus getting all the fun uh, and the activities and the shows that we we add to to each event. No. Yeah, it's interesting. I'm looking at your website right now. I see that tickets have gone up. They're a hundred dollars right now, mm-hmm. which I guess is pretty expensive for locals, but for Bitcoiners, that's, that's that's the international price. We have a local price and an international price. People okay, coming from abroad and people uh, being locals. And also, I see that you don't have any speakers listed yet. So unlike last year, when I could comment on who's on the list, I'm not sure why because we already have uh, over almost 200. So not sure why this is the things that I'm not into (laughs) into the operational part. I didn't realize they don't they haven't posted. I know they've been sharing in in social networks. I didn't know they weren't on the website because I'm not checking the website as frequently as I did before. I, I will check why they are not posting speakers, but 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 we do we do we do. This year, the main objective has to do with the economic side of of the. I mean, we are in Argentina. Argentina is going through several uh, uh, monetary and economic issues, plus the fact of getting a a new president just one week after the event. Uh, picking a new president one week after the event, and we have a libertarian president about to be with one of the as one of the two options to to vote for. So, so all the economic side it's it's very relevant, and we are working. It's several of the key speakers have to do with that, no, with, with international uh, economic uh, references like Dr. Uh, Lawrence White. Uh, Daniel Fernandez, some people from from the from the libertarian side, no, and we have also local economists discussing these kind of topics. Uh, then we have Elizabeth Stark and John Light and other other more in the in the Bitcoin or the Ethereum side, but but it's mainly it's mainly uh, it, it's this. It, I I think that most of the discussions will go through economy and, and regulation and. Main stage. Then you have all the other six stages of technical content and introductory content and almost everything on crypto. Mostly Bitcoin. I, I would say that the Bitcoin is about a seventy percent Bitcoin focused, and all the rest. Uh, and this is because we want to integrate most communities to understand about Bitcoin. No? <laughs> so, so we are open, but we you'll see on the main stage mainly and on most of the workshops, lots of Bitcoin content focus or economy focus or philosophical discussions around Bitcoin and, and that. No? Yeah, it's interesting. And also last year when we spoke, you told me that La Bitconf is basically a festival that changes the location every year. And I think this year for the first time ever, you're doing it again in Buenos Aires, which yeah, I think is unprecedented. Actually, this is one of the changes, yes. Um, sort of, of, we decided to, to turn Argentina into a relevant spot. Argentina is a relevant spot, spot in crypto, and it's a relevant point, spot into economics aspect and discussions, yes. So, so we decided since this year to keep Argentina as the main location, and we are discussing if we will have complementary locations uh, around Latin America uh, next year. Yes, but this year we decided to 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 repeat La Bitcoin every year in 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 Argentina at least for the next three four years. Does but yes, the, the concept was always taking taking this quality content to different countries. Now I see several countries doing their own events. So sometimes things evolve, no? And 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 your need to do some stuff uh, gets replaced by someone else doing 
also good stuff. And that's what I like of this. I, if it was for me, I would stop doing LaBitConf and that's it. But a high quality event of the kind of, of LaBitConf uh, in Argentina and several other countries in Latin America are not yet there. So, Is the decision to stay in Buenos Aires related to the economic and political situation in Argentina because you want to yeah. promote Bitcoin in the local scene? Actually, no. I would say the reasons for promoting it here in Argentina are the same reasons for promoting it in Bolivia, in, in, in Ecuador, or in every other single country of Latin America. It's just because we, we believe that Bitcoin is revolution and, and that everyone has the right and the need to understand what this is about. So it's not that we do this in Argentina because of, but the fact is that Argentina is a big place and, and it, it adds a lot of sense to, to do it, to at least have a big event in Argentina every year. So, so if we have the, the, the guts and the, and the back to, to do additional events in other countries, we might. But right now we are, we think that Argentina deserves, as it is, uh, also a very high quality event. And, and a Bitcoin, somehow it's that high quality event. Actually, it's the number one event in Latin America, by far. Yeah, you have quite a lot of participants and congratulations for being so consistent in this regard. I wanted to ask you, how do you expect, you mentioned president, the presidential elections and the fact that you might have a libertarian president, maybe for the first time in the history of the country. And how does that affect the local Bitcoin scene? And do you see Millet, if he becomes president, doing what Bukele did in El Salvador and enabling Bitcoin to no. become a legal currency? No, 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 I, I, I guess not. I guess that as a libertarian president, he will just allow uh, Bitcoin as an additional currency in the space. I mean, he might turn the dollar into the main currency, but he won't, what we get the relief is that he won't forbid Bitcoin, no? This is why one of the concepts that you might have some, some concerns if your country wants to impose its own currency, it might affect as it does in Argentina. Yes, you can't buy dollars. It's, it's like you can't buy dollars. So, so when you have a, a currency of your own, you need to, and, and you don't get um, investment from outside, you, you pay your own debts with your own currency. So you need people to get your currency uh, as an obligation. So all the other currencies are in the risk, the risky way of getting, um, of getting, I don't know, like, like being sent to the gray area if you buy them, no? But with a libertarian president, what we could at least for sure know is that you will have free currency, yes? Free, free pick of the currency that you want to use. Uh, instead of, you need to use this one and this is the legal one. You want to do a contract in this, do a contract in this. You want to do a contract in this, do a contract in that. I think government shouldn't decide in which elements you want to trade, yes? And, and I think that, that would be the, the, the uh, Millet's approach to currency. This is something that he sometimes said he's really against the, the actual other president project, which was more a political last time resource project of, of CBDC, launching a CBDC. Um, and Millet is like highly against CBDCs because it's like a tracing tool and, and privacy and privacy reducing tool. So, so this is the kind of things you could expect. Now, if you want to expect turning Bitcoin into the legal tender, absolutely useless. No, no sense to do that. What you need to do is being free to trade with crypto. You don't need to make it a legal tender. You just need to make it free to trade and being free to do contracts on, on that asset and that's it. And what is the current legal status of Bitcoin in Argentina? Sorry? What is the current legal status of Bitcoin in Argentina? Is it in a gray area? Is it, it has no legal state. I mean, it does in the sense that some 
a, a few regulation uh, interacts with with crypto actives and let's say it, crypto assets to say it in some way um, they define in the in, in some taxes they are considered yes uh, but then there's mostly mostly no active regulation rather than the fact that how do you uh, do your your taxes based on on currencies on cryptocurrencies that you might hold but there's no real crypto regulation in the space but it has been blossoming uh, actively you had over over the 10 15 almost 20 percent of the society had touched uh, had been in touch with 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 crypto yes so it's a, it's a fair number. And when you are talking of this, you are talking about 10, 12 million Argentinians of 45, almost 50 million of Argentinians. It's a, it's a high number, considering also that those are the the ones that have access to this kind of, not, not the kids, not the babies. No? I mean, it's a, it's a high number. Um, and, and actively, I, I think that at least half of them still have a hold crypto. Okay, Rodolfo, let me play an ad and then I'm going to be back with more questions. Yeah, sure. Wasabi Wallet is unfairly private. It's the most advanced and most used Bitcoin privacy wallet with half a million downloads across Windows, Mac OS, and Linux, as well as thousands of fresh new Bitcoins getting mixed every month. Wasabi makes use of the new generation Wabi Sabi engine to create mega coin joins, thus mixing your Bitcoins with those of hundreds of other users. For amounts lower than 0.01 BTC and remixes, you pay no coordination fee. Even if you don't use CoinJoins, Wasabi Wallet has a native Tor integration and downloads block filters to help you keep your network level and public key privacy. Download Wasabi Wallet for free today at wasabiwallet.io and experience the future of Bitcoin privacy. Okay, Rodolfo, we're back. Now, we established that the wet dreams that some Westerners have that Argentina might embrace Bitcoin as a legal tender are unrealistic. And Millet's stance is actually that he wants a competition between currencies within a free market environment. But I wanted to ask, how is this or how do you see it, see this becoming beneficial for Bitcoin in Argentina and maybe influencing the rest of Latin America to also have similar policies? Oh, you're muted again. Just a second. Not sure why. <laughs> no, when I play a video, you get muted. Uh, okay, okay, okay. So I, I, I'm not sure we'll be that influential to others. I I don't expect, and actually we don't need, the thing is that you don't need it. You, you don't need to get it as a legal tender. So I don't expect this to occur from Argentina and this to be an example for the rest as it did happen in El Salvador. Yes, um, I just expect that things go well in Argentina if we have a presidential change and we eventually have a free market and we eventually have free currencies. I hope just things go enoughly well as to be an example for others to adopt, but not because of, actually, whatever has to do with government imposing or, or doing something it should initially not be a good uh, uh, something to follow just because of government. Yes, you need to do the things because you need them. I mean, the, the, the fact of using Bitcoin in El Salvador was not everywhere was because of the legal tender. But the but the impact was not of the fact of being a legal tender. Yes, it was the fact of introducing Bitcoin as the as a good currency for doing remittances and to and to introduce the concept into the whole country. But Making it a legal tender didn't change much uh, more than the impact itself to to any other kind of relations that we do today here with cryptocurrencies, uh, not only Bitcoin, that are legally done, yes, but not being yet a legal tender. So legal tender is a specific concept into what a currency, in that, to that currency you can use it for contracts, yes, and you can claim the contract into that currency. But that's just one of the huge amount of economic relations that you have with, with, with people. So 
So I think the legal tenders has a, a, a small, smaller scope than just having free free currencies in the in the market. And for Argentina, I I don't see this as a problem in several other countries. But for Argentina, you don't have free currency. You have a mandatory peso currency for everything. So this is the big impact for us. Yes. And if it works, it will be a big impact for the rest. Yeah, I appreciate this answer. And I think, you know, Millet has provided a lot of hope in the region for open markets, free access to markets, more access to money, because right now you're stuck with the Argentinian national currency. And I, I hope this works out. Do you believe that the elections are honest? I mean, the results are honest? Yeah. Because in the first round, you had a very different result from the second round. Yeah, yeah. It's strange. Uh, it's strange, but in some ways, um, you had less options now than the first time, no? So perhaps Asmidei is the only option in one in one side of the of the political side, yes, but the others had to fight among themselves, even though the total number they achieved was slower than, smaller than the one that Pilate achieved in the first round. Um, when you remove options, you might have people moving from one side to the other, no? Uh, in, even if it's in the same, in the same um, political branch, if you remove one of the options, perhaps the other option you just dislike it absolutely. So you might go to another political brand that you like. Yes. And and when you are a libertarian such as Millet, he's so extreme in his thoughts and his expressions, yes, that most people might not feel comfortable to go in that way. No, it's sometimes like having he's he's a very extreme guy and not many people like extremes, yes. Um, Perhaps you need them, but you need to convince the whole society to, to understand that you might need some of these extreme measures. Anyway, the other big concern is that even if he wins in the second round, in the 19th of November, uh, even if he wins, he might not have the political arm to, to, make, to accomplish uh, his, his promises. Yes. Uh, he might not have the political backing to do so. And in Argentina, there is a huge, um, a huge political brand that is very aggressive and cut, uh, and cut uh, roads and, and do a lot of riots uh, when they don't agree with the political branch in which they are, which is mostly any other branch that is not the actual presidential branch. No? So, and, and that's the, today the number one option also, the actual presidential branch. So, so going through Millet for several is like, he might try to do stuff, he might promises a lot of things, but they don't believe that he might deliver. Not because he's not willing to, but because politically and socially being unable to. Yeah. What I find most memorable about Millet and was genius from a campaign marketing point of view was when he had all the ministries on the whiteboard and uh, he would rem remove them and say, afuera. <laughs> that, that was, on one hand, it was crazy, but on the other hand, it, it was brilliant because that's how you show that you're serious about cutting public spending and reducing. The, absolutely. The I think that was, that had a huge impact. But in, in people's mind, no, in, in, in the fact uh, of of I'm really here for reducing the the political expenses of uh, but yes for, for, for reducing the, the the expenses of the currency of, of the country. But then again, it's easy to say, it's hard to do. It's easy to do, it's hard to achieve. Yes, it's it's easy to achieve, it's hard to persist. Uh, so so. Yes, I can say it. Eventually, I can do it. Yes, eventually, I can, I, I can achieve it. Yes, but eventually, it might have a turnover uh, quickly. So, this is the thing with promises. 
Yes, it's nice to promise things, but we in the crypto space, the, the real thing is we don't care. We don't care any government, who the government is, yes? We only care about Bitcoin being free, and Bitcoin is free. Doesn't matter what people say, what government says. So I'm not a fan, I'm not a massive fan, I'm not a fan of anything, I'm a fan of Bitcoin and its politics, yes? Bitcoin has its own politics, and so, Make it a legal tender, yes, for the for the media it's nice, and yes, for the for for the Bitcoin space it's nice, and ooh, yeah. But are you a real Bitcoiner? What do you care? Yes, what do you care? You could use Bitcoin anyway, uh, as long as it's not forbidden, no. So, and if it's forbidden, we will fight for it, trying to make it a change, or people will flee and go somewhere else. Yeah, it's refreshing to hear this opinion, because in the last two years, I think, there was this overwhelming discussion about countries adopting Bitcoin as legal tender, and that defeats the purpose, right? What's the point of having non-governmental money that's created on the internet and can be traded without a trusted third party if you're going to have governments that build their own infrastructure, like was the case in El Salvador with Chivo Wallet, and they trace transactions and they become custodians of the funds. I mean, that's pretty much a CBDC. But that's unrelated. The fact that El Salvador created the Chivo wallet is unrelated to the fact of El Salvador making Bitcoin a legal tender. Yes, this is El Salvador's implementation of a complementary currency system, yes, uh, backed by the fact that they have Bitcoin as a legal tender. But it's not that legal tendering Bitcoin in every country means creating a Chivo wallet and a centralized management of the Bitcoin. No, that's El Salvador's implementation. I'm happy you made the, the, this distinction because I think I'm going to get cancelled after that statement. I don't care. By whom? <laughs> People on Twitter. Anyway, let's go back to La Bitcoin because that's the main topic of our conversation. And right <laughs> now I'm sharing the screen of your website. I see that once again, you changed the graphics. Last year, it was about the World Cup, the Football World Cup. Yeah. And now it's different. It's more like space, futuristic. Actually, actually this year, it, it, we, we had a, a different design just uh, a few weeks ago. About this, this year, is I, I woke up more aggressive. Yes, I woke up more, more understanding that we need to defend the we need to defend what bitcoin defends yes bitcoin is here to promote freedom to promote transparency to promote on but on on both sides yes to promote uh, property to promote a uh, lots of different things that are not necessarily um, embraced by by governments it's not necessarily embraced by companies it's not necessarily embraced by new regulations they just take the part of, oh, I can trace you, yes? So so the concept is to to, to revolute. It's, it's the, the concept of revolution, and, you, and you'll see a lot of that stuff um, along the event and, and along the content. And yes, right now we are updating stuff. As I said, new uh, off-cam, I think. Um, we have over 200 speakers, yes? Um, I think more near 300 speakers. Uh, we have around 200 topics. Yes, maybe around 180, I think. Um, over 70 hours of, of content. Uh, so so there's a lot, a, a huge amount of stuff occurring in the in the VidConf this year. Yes, and, it's a, and, and it also has very nice things to leave. We have a we'll have an incredible opening for those who, who buy an experience ticket. A, a really incredible opening that I hope it will get a lot of also international uh, wow uh, factors from those who, who share it on Twitter. Then we we have a, a Phil Collins show, not Phil Collins, a Pink Floyd show or, or one of the players of Pink Floyd is coming and we're doing a, a Pink Floyd cover show. We have a, because this year they, they go by their 50 years of the dark side of the moon. We have a, 
uh, but a very nice opening of the first day. Also, we, we have a very nice uh, international party at the end of, of Saturday. We have side events. We have on Sunday a very nice, for those who paid the experience ticket, a very nice uh, activity in, in, in a kind of beach, closed beach, and stuff like that. So, so it's very, very refreshing as, a, as an event, and you really get like a whole, a, a wow factor during the whole event. We have some some games like kill the scam and and beat the inflation and and, and other escape rooms and stuff like that. It sounds like a lot, but for the people who are going to be listening to this on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and audio platforms, so you're not able to see what I showed on the screen, I should also mention that the dates are from the 9th to the 12th of November. Yeah, yeah. Actually, it's the conference is 10th and 11th. Yes, Friday and Saturday. And nine and twelve are for those who get the experience ticket. Interesting. So before I ask you the next question, I'm I have to play another ad because it's been another fifteen minutes. So be back. CryptoSeal is the original Bitcoin cold storage backup, and it's been innovating self-custody since 2013. Designed and manufactured in Europe from the finest and most resistant stainless steel, the CryptoSeal cassette and the CryptoSeal capsule are industry standards. These cold storage devices are made to resist house fires, extreme floods, and physical shocks. You can also use CryptoSeal to store your important passwords, VIP39 passphrase, or Noster private keys. Buy your crypto steel today from CryptoSteel.com and use promo code BTCTKVR to get a 10% discount. CryptoSteel, secure your Bitcoin like an OG. Okay, Rodolfo, we're back. And I wanted to ask you about last year's LaBitConf because we spoke last year, you promoted it. It was themed around the Football World Cup. And likewise, it was huge. And I didn't get to ask you too many questions about how it was and how it met your expectations. Well, last year we had 10,000 attendees, uh, like a real round number. Um, we, it, it overachieved expectations, I would say. Yes. Uh, this year we do expect similar numbers. We are more in a bull market. We've been going through a bull uh, 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 a bear, sorry, a bear market um, in, in the aspect of sponsors and stuff like that. But but yet we do expect, and, and with the actual rise of price eventually even more, we do expect to be around the same numbers of, of last year. Uh, the fact of doing last year uh, this football uh, concept, this soccer, sorry, soccer for Americans and football for, for the rest of the world, <laughs> this, this football soccer uh, spirit of the of the event. It had to do with the Soccer World Cup. And finally, as we did this, we won the World Cup. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was <laughs> super happy for you. I, I watched the match with my father and I saw Thank that you. Argentina won the match, the final. Yeah. I was super happy thinking, okay, these guys organized the World Cup themed event and they actually won the World <laughs> Cup. How great is that? For some people, that's the real reason why we won. No, <laughs> but yeah. at least every four years we need to repeat the theme just for Kabbalah. La Bitcoin was the lucky charm for the Argentinian team. Yeah, <laughs> you should also do it for uh, Copa Libertadores. Sorry, maybe you can do it for Copa Libertadores or something. Yeah, no, no, I don't think so. But at the World Cup, it made sense, and being in Argentina, Argentina being such a relevant. A soccer a player in the in the space, it, it made sense to do it with the with the soccer spirit. But this year the spirit and you see it on on the venue. Actually, I don't, I, I don't realize why you don't see it now on the website. I will ask also. But um, in the former website and on the venue, you will realize this has to do with revolution. So this year the concept is revolution, and the opening has to do with the revolution, and you see it. But revolution, the concept of, today I was explaining this, it's not Bitcoin is a revolution, not that blockchain is a revolution. It's we need to revolute to defend Bitcoin's pillars and, and philosophy and, 
and 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 the freedom of people and all that things. So it's get revolution. I wanted to ask: Is any of the presidential candidates invited to La Bitcoin this year? Invited, yes. Uh, at least Milay is uh, not yet confirmed. It, need to understand also that this occurs right one week before the conference, be, uh, before the presidential elections. So, so it will be a bit hard to get them on stage because of the fact of being in the middle of a campaign and finishing the campaign. Uh, but they are actively invited. Yeah, that would be really cool, actually, to to have that experience, to have someone who is not necessarily bullish, but positive about the existence of Bitcoin as a free market currency, speaking about it at an event which is centered around this. Well, we might have the uh, the Peruvian presidential, counter, uh, presidential candidate, which is Hernando de Soto, yes, and he's a very well-known Latin American economist, uh, and he he's yet to confirm, but he pre-confirmed that he's coming, um, but not Argentina. I mean, Argentina is right on the verge of having the election one week later. No? So, so I think that that reduces the chances of getting a positive answer. But we have lots of friends of us and of Bilay sharing the invitation. Yeah, that's super cool. And I wanted to ask, since right now the inflation rate in Argentina is above 100%, yeah, I don't remember actually, but I think we are around 180, something like that. Uh, 18 or 80? 18 or 80? 180. Okay. That's about a good distinction. 200. About 200, yes. So we, we are getting near to, to that number, I think. Yeah. And, and, and it means, as I was saying also, um, off cam, uh, off stage, uh, you, you have inflation every day. Yes, you have different products that change price on a daily basis, or when you at least when you go to the supermarket or to the or to the I don't remember how you they say the smaller stores, um, the smaller retail stores, but when you go there, every day you see changes in different products. Yes, so today you bought the the cookies at some price and eventually tomorrow it's another price and if it's not the cookie it's the rice and if it's not the rice it's the flour and if it's not the flour it's the I mean everything changes daily so you don't have a price really one of the things that I realize with inflation is that you don't have you don't know if you're buying cheap or or, or expensive because you can't compare everywhere all the time so when you go back to the supermarket and you have a new price, uh, 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 yes, a, a new value for the for the milk, you don't know if everywhere is that the impact of the something that did just did the 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 supermarket of it something. So you you get used that you just don't go, you just don't know. You go by and then you see how much you spent. Um, you you can pre-decide and, and you start changing your products. Well, I'm not buying this one because it's way expensive now than this other one. And you keep changing your preferences uh, based on that. Plus the fact that you don't have everything the thing that you that you liked as before. Yes, when you went to the to the supermarket like three years ago, eventually you every week you found the same stuff that you like plus some new stuff. Yes. And today, if you go, you find whatever there is in the company. You, it's not like, oh, I like this brand. And, and, uh, during one month, you won't have the brand because it went too expensive. They didn't do the enough negotiations or whatever. And so, so it's it's very fluid. The 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 decision of what kind of stuff you'll buy or eat or or well, yes, consume. Is there a rise in crime or it, I want to ask this in the context of people coming to Buenos Aires to attend La Bitconf. Is it less of a safe place than it was last year? Um, oh, I, I wouldn't say so. It's not something that you keep reading and listening everywhere. No, no. Where we do the event, way less. No, I mean, 
it's something that it might happen in some regions of, but the event is because it's in a separate space where there's no almost no access of of uh, concernful people, I would say. Um, and you might stay in Palermo, Recoleta, um, Microcentro. I mean, they're not very uh, risky places anyway. So, and, and actually, you don't have these risky places. You do have favelas, as you would say, but you won't go there. So, no, I, I, I don't think it's way riskier than last year, even though inflation and poverty is, is higher, no? Perhaps I haven't been reading actively all the statistics. Statistics might say, might, might give an answer that I don't have. Yeah, I don't know. I just spoke with my father and I told him that I'm interested to come to Argentina to LabitConf. And he told me, no, 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 stay away from Argentina because it's in such a bad place. You're going to get robbed. You can get kidnapped and blah, blah. Never hear a kidnapping in Argentina. It's like a very strange thing to get kidnapped. It's, it's like a non-common concern for anyone, kidnappings. Uh, getting robbed? If, it's not a common thing. I mean, yes, people might, but it's not that. I, I would say that statistically, of every 5,000 attendees, yes, eventually one might have some situation in the last month, or, 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 or I don't know. I mean, some, something, but I don't know. Just giving numbers that I, I, I don't know how to, how to put them, but. but Nothing to be highly concerned of. Enoughly concerned as to not to walk with the cell phone on the street uh, like if nothing happens. Enough concern as to not show showcase your money around. But mostly that. I I don't know. Again, I, I'm not in the middle of of all that kind of situation. I live a bit afar from from downtown. So I, I don't have the real 100 percent. Um, I don't know uh, statistic numbers of what's happening, but based on what I see in in media, I don't see a big, big, big issue. Do you have any practical advice in regards to which hotels to book in, and also what to do with your money? Should you exchange your cash for? Yeah, I can give you this airport? advice. I can give you this advice. Uh, Taylor Swift is it's a problem. What does it mean? On the same weekend, we have Taylor Swift. So almost every lodging, uh, regular lodging has gone because of hosting people that we need to attend to see with Taylor Swift. So it's, yeah, it, has get, it has been getting like hard to, to get uh, nearby or, or rationally near a lodge, a, I mean, hotels, yes, to the venue. But if you don't care about that or you try to find Airbnbs or something like that, uh, you might get. And never ever, if you can, don't pay the hotel online, yes, book it and pay pay down at the at the venue and when you do pay in pesos because the dollar price it's turned into official pesos price, price and and it goes like a 40% of the value of the dollar price when you pay in pesos so you need to arrive to argentina trade your dollars for pesos into the black in the black market you get oh, like a almost 200% uh, value than if you would have traded in a, in a regular exchange. Um, and then you go and play and pay for the hotel in cash, in pesos, yes? And you get even a higher rebate because the price, the $100 of the hotel is if you pay from outside. If you pay from inside, it's $100, but at the official rate, which is almost one third of of the actual dollar price of the free market. So you're saying that at your port, at the exchange desk, you're going to get ripped off? 
as a regular exchange rate desk. Yes, for sure. Not ripped off. You'll get the official exchange value. But you shouldn't. <laughs> yeah, I understand. So basically, you're saying that most hotels are booked around Buenos Aires. And also yes. that you should make your payments in cash and make sure that you, right. if you can exchange on the black market as opposed to the regular official exchange offices. Yeah, but, but it's not so hard to get a, a hard mar a black market price and, and, and some trade on, on that side. I mean, everyone knows someone. Yes, it's, it's, like, it's that, like the only way to survive going that way because you can't buy dollars at a at a regular market price at a yeah at a official market price so everyone needs to go through through some kind of black market but the, the concept of black market is a it's a concern no the free market is the is the correct word uh, i remember a talk with andreas you know where he he discussed this of the white and black used for the government, by the government to define things that they, they dislike, but sometimes they are, they are more ethic or more, or, or more moral, yes, for, for the human. Uh, usually not all laws are moral or ethic to, for, for the humanity. They are more useful for the government. And not allowing you to use, pick your own currency, yes, is... It's, it's not a good thing. It's a bad thing. It's an anti-natural thing. Um, also, Jameson, uh, no, uh, some, Jimmy Song talks about this, the, the moral case for, for, for Bitcoin. So, so it's a free market price. Yes, not the black market price. The free market price. Yeah, I, I think that's a useful distinction to make. And it's... I was going to ask you if there's any place where you can meet locals, like are there any Telegram chats or something for participants to join and be able to connect to the free market? Well, there's a Telegram Argentina, Bitcoin Argentina group in Telegram. Yeah. Yeah. Mostly Telegram. Then you have the, the Bitcoin Argentina group in Facebook. Um, some groups in WhatsApp, but it's more hard to get from outside and join those groups, I guess that Telegram groups and, and Facebook groups, it's it's easier to join and connect for this, also for getting these advices on the on the trade price of Bitcoin and, and, and USDT. Most people trade with USDT, no? Um, but, I mean, you can trade with Bitcoin straight to pesos. Okay, I think this is very useful, practical advice for everyone who's interested to attend this year's LabitConf. There's some stuff that you should know. Avoid the Taylor Swift people and make sure that you get a decent hotel room where you only pay in cash. Yeah, actually, actually, the, the other thing is, um, I, I think that there's no better place to be this year than Argentina, if you're in the Bitcoin space. I mean, it's where you can see the reason why Bitcoin makes sense. Yes, you you see inflation and hyperinflation right there in, in, in what it means when you talk with Argentinians. You you have a huge Bitcoin and crypto community to connect with. Uh, it's the main Latin American event. So, so it, I think that Argentina is the best place to go this year if you want to attend and understand that what if it makes sense or not this uh, for a country like ours and for different countries because the big thing the big problem uh, Vlad, is that you get convinced by the media that you like to read with the content that you care to get yes media is entertainment it's not information and and if you read uh, bitcoin content most of the content will be Bitcoin, Bitcoin. Uh, I don't know. Trying to place Bitcoin, yes, as as the thing to do. And you might read that in Argentina, Bitcoin is the number one place, and Millet and the, the pro Bitcoin. No, when you get to the country, it's not just like that. Yes. So having a first-hand understanding of 
really an hyperinflationary country would take Bitcoin as a first uh, option instead of what you read outside and what the, everyone would like to 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 get you to think of. But you need to go to the country and, and find it by yourself and understand why yes, why not, and, and get your own your own thoughts of what would be the impact in any of the other countries in the world. Uh, but I think that Argentina is a good place to go and understand. If you go, I don't know, to El Salvador today, well, it makes, it's, it's relevant, yes, but there's nothing going actively now in this period. I mean, they don't have this kind of other things that you can get and see of the inflation and stuff like that. So, so I think it's one of the, and, and if you go to US and if you go to Europe, you get more discussions of the regulation, but not on, on why Bitcoin makes sense. Uh, I think Argentina has everything. Why Bitcoin makes sense, uh, monetary issues, uh, possible presidential change, a huge presidential change, uh, the possibility of closing the central bank. I mean, lots of things to see and watch um, in first hand. I agree with that. It's super exciting. And Rodolfo, let me play another ad and I'll be back. I also need to replace my camera battery in the meantime. So yeah. one minute and we'll be back. Remember the paper wallet? Ah, uh, yes. The good old days when you printed your Bitcoin private key on an offline computer? It was so fun, but not really easy and totally not secure. Today, we have Sadodime, a chip card that acts just like your good old paper wallet, but with all the modern security features and top-notch functionality. It turns your Bitcoin into a bearer asset, which you can easily trade in person. Thanks to NFC, you can use the Sadodime card with your smartphone. Creating a new pair of Bitcoin keys takes just two swipes. Check your balance in real time, create multiple key pairs. Whenever you want, you can reveal your Bitcoin wallet's private key with just a single click. The simple uncluttered interface lets you quickly see if a key pair has been unsealed. Finally, the cold storage you've been looking for. Available now on Satodime.io. Okay, I'm still changing my camera battery. So give me another 30 seconds. Shop and Bit is the online store where you can buy anything with your Bitcoin. Choose between more than 800,000 products, book flights and hotels, and order everything else through the concierge service. With Shop and Bit, you can buy your weekly groceries, get the latest iPhone, upgrade your computer, buy something sexy for your new girlfriend, book a trip to El Salvador through the travel hacking service, and also grab a copy of the latest Bitcoin takeover magazine to read in the airplane. Everything is integrated with a familiar shopping experience that doesn't track you and deletes your data after the order gets completed. You also get a 3% discount if you pay in Bitcoin. Try Shopping Bit today and use promo code BTCTKVR for a 5 euro discount on your first order. Finally, so sorry for the double advertisement, but I wanted you, Rodolfo, to... Take a look at this. I know that last year there was a Bitcoin yeah. takeover magazine that you got, and it was brought by my Spanish translator. It wasn't this one. This one was made for El Salvador, and I didn't receive the one with the football player. That was the one that you received, as far as I know. And I was curious mm -hmm. what you think about it. The, the, about the, 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 the magazine I didn't understand you got last year. We were talking about the the actual, uh, I don't know the word, revista. How are you saying it in English? Magazine. Magazine, yes, Yeah. And you're talking about the magazine itself. Yes, sir. I, I love, well, we, we did it uh, together, the, the the design of the of the, of the the magazine, yes? And I, I like the concept. I, I really enjoy having something like that, that people can take, yes, and that people can, can feel that it's a, related content to, to, to the event that they are, they are coming. I, I think it's something very special to, to get and to share. Um, yeah, I, I don't remember right now having a deep look into the, into the magazine. I do remember having it in, we, it was shared during the pre-opening in the, the Espacio Bitcoin, which is the co-working, yes, 
that we have in, in Buenos Aires. But now if you want me to say what I do remember right now, I just don't remember because it's been away a, a year after and, and it was really previous by my, my LevitConf, previous the days of LevitConf. Yeah, I documented all the additions. I'm not sure if it's seen on camera. It's the one with yeah. the football player that I'm talking about. 300 yeah, yeah, of them were, so 300 were given away for free during the event okay. by my Spanish translator. It was by virtue of my sponsors at the time. So thank you, Voltero and Wasabi, for making that possible. And I hope that the magazines ended up in good hands because I'm, I'm proud of the project. And this year I have a new one, which is called Breaking FUD. And I hope. Whoa, I like that. Yeah, basically it takes the top 10 biggest misconceptions about Bitcoin, like the FUD that's popular in the media, and yeah. deconstructs it and explains, for example, why regulating Bitcoin will not stop it, why energy consumption is not as bad as they say on television, why, for example, it's scaling. So the FUD about Bitcoin only handling six transactions per second is not really realistic because we have lightning. It's really cool. It has lots of information. Basically, whenever someone comes up to you and says, you know, Bitcoin sucks because of this, you get the tools, you get the answers. Well, you know, I, I don't have a, I think that this concept of the Bitcoin FUD, uh, it's throughout the event on different topics, but I don't have a topic on that. And that would be a nice topic to do, to do like Bitcoin FUD on, say, breaking breaking Bitcoin FUD. would be a nice topic. It's also an open source project, so anyone can download this for free yeah. and print it themselves. But I'm trying to get it translated in Spanish, maybe, on time for La Bitconf. And I'm not sure if adopting Bitcoin in El Salvador is interested in the project. You are really running low in time. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, but anyway, most people in the in the crypto space read read English, so I wouldn't be a big big concern anyway. Translating it. Yeah, but my plan is to onboard the next billion people, you know, and I yeah, I think obviously, that obviously, yes, yes, it's yes. a lot more useful to have people. Average the average person being more educated about Bitcoin as opposed to waiting for BlackRock to have Absolutely. an ETF approved. Absolutely. I'm trying to see if I have here my... Oh, that would be super cool if you found it. I also see that you have some special artwork behind you, so I'm going to ask you about that too. Yeah, yes, I do. You're very much into arts. No, I, I don't have here my version. I think I, I have it upstairs with the with the other books I have upstairs. But yes, yes, I do have a lot of art. Actually, it's, the art part is more here. So some arts, and these are some of the things that some people does for me uh, as gifts in every Levitkov. This is a very nice art of a friend and. Something signed by Andreas up there. And, and, and this is my most loved element that someone gave me, and I don't know who it was. It's this beautiful. It's a very nice uh, man in the moon. It's, it's lovely. Yeah, I have my art. And you also have a framed copy of the Times from 2009. Yeah. This one is a real copy. It's, it's an active newspaper. One of the few. I think it's one of the 10 in existence. Yeah, that, that's incredible. <laughs> I know you're very much into art and you appreciate this. Yeah. I'll try to help you get your hands on one of these because it has very cool artwork also. Thank you. Thank you. Absolutely. And what else did I want to say? There's there's only one question in the chat that I have been delaying to ask you. But you spoke about La Bitconf in Bolivia. And BTC yeah. Moon Guy wants to know if Bitcoin is not illegal in Bolivia. Yeah, it is. Actually, we are having a <clears throat> diputada, I don't know how you say, congressman, I think. Uh, that's congresswoman that's coming from Bolivia to speak in a LATAM's uh, panel. But <clears throat> yes, actually it is yet 
forbidden. And it's one of the only countries in the world where Bitcoin is forbidden as a word, as, a, as, a, as like really forbidden, uh, which doesn't mean that forbidding something gets things not to be used and shared and spoken. No, uh, It's like Argentina, the dollar is forbidden. You can't have, I mean, you can have dollars, you can't uh, buy and sell dollars by yourself, yes? You can say and forbid whatever you want, but it, then to accomplish that, that thing, it, when you are talking about individuals, it's not as easy. So you can say what you want, you can do what you want, you can achieve what you want, but you can't usually make it last as you want. So, yeah, I don't know. I know that you have another call in about 10 minutes, so I'm not going yeah. to hold you for too long. But before we say goodbye, I want you to mention some names because we were not able to find the speakers list. And you said that there are like 300 of them. Can you name like 10 of them that you oh, think? Oh, yes. But then I, need to open the, I need to open my list here, confirm. Bueno, CMS Rock, I, have, I don't have any order, yes, but. Uh, the CEO of Sapo, the... Um, Wences uh, Cesares? No, actually, uh, Wences is not the CEO of Sapo. Wences Casares, the, the issue with... I don't know what happened here. Something close. Oh, uh, the thing with Wences is that he's very off records. Yes, he's like like um, most mostly... I mean, he doesn't do uh, events. Actually, he goes like to only very like money 2020 and stuff like that. No, uh, but he he's very I don't I wouldn't say shy, but not not very active into into attending to the things. But the CEO of Sapo, which is Simos Simos thing, let me find here. Um, Alvaro Di Maria, which is very well known in in the Spanish uh, space. Laurent H White, which is this a very well-known uh, economy teacher that wrote Better Money, uh, John Light, which is a very well-known uh, developer, uh, Sergio Lerner, very well-known core developer or, or founder of, of Rustock. You have uh, Ida Iago, Elizabeth Stark. We have Bid Yedika, the president of, of Liberland. We have, uh, I don't know, looking here, uh, names that you might heard, but uh, people from Monero, we have um, pe people from, from Luxor, which is a very well-known uh, mining company from Bitfarms, from, for, uh, from, for others also. We have some core devs from Ordinals, Raf Jaff. We have, I don't know, but Sergi Delgado, also a core dev, Lunati Coin. Um, we have a, a big team of Spanish people also coming from abroad. That because we somehow we also try to to promote our language, no, uh, or, or content in our language. But but we do have a lot of content. I would say like forty percent mostly spoken in English. Yes, and all the rest it's it's also Spanish content. But main stage used used to have most. English speakers from from abroad, um, and 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 that. But also some others yet to confirm. And, but I just gave you, like I, I scrolled some some names that I thought that that some people might 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 get to know. Yes, uh, the the thing we had this year is we were also like in the middle of two two other events in the middle of of the one in El Salvador and in the middle of one in in Istanbul from from ETH. So we have this. Uh, we, we have competing names also uh, for us. We have a guy which is Alexei from Intel ABTC, which is also, we have like two or three people coming to discuss blockchain cross-pollinization. Uh, cross we have discussions about dollarization, dollarizing an economy. We have discussions uh, to, towards regular international regulation. We have discussions of why not about CBDCs, but why they are bad, mainly why why a CBDC is bad. So so this year most focus has to do with with what happens in Argentina as an example of what could happen in the world. No? Uh, and so discussions around 
inflation and economy and, and monetization and this is this is the main the main focus but as i said we have over 200 uh, around 300 speakers and over 100 uh, slots of content so you'll find almost everything and anything in the in the event Thank you very much, Rodolfo. I wanted to ask one last question. How can people follow what's going on with LaBitConf and keep updated with the latest announcements? It's at LaBitConf in Twitter, in, in Instagram, in, I don't know if in Facebook, I, but mainly Twitter and Instagram, and, and then checking the website, labitconf.com. I think that on Thursday, we are updating with part of the agenda also. Uh, and I'm not sure why we don't have yet the images of, of the speakers. But I guess eventually on Thursday we will have also some some more information. Thank you very much, Rodolfo. And I hope I'll see you soon. I'll make sure you get a magazine. Thank you, Vlade. I, I appreciate it. See you soon.